Party Lessons. Happy New Year to all of you. Back for episode 23 of the 40 Lessons podcast. My name is Todd B. Waldo. So glad you are listening and excited about a new year and a new opportunity for us to connect with each other. And, um, you know, 2018 is starting off special for me because I'm getting back into a discipline that has been away from me for a little while, but excited to once again be writing and working on a new book that uh, I hope to complete in 2018. And part of this practice of getting back into being a poet uh, is taking me on a journey where I'm just going back to these stories, uh, the people that were so influential in my life that really set this foundation and you know, I often talk about this journey from sharecropper engineer that's been a part of my family and my story and that has set up my, my daughter's life and what that is securing for her. As I'm writing and going back over some of these stories, what's really struck me, I've always thought about my mom securing a better future for me. And that's always very mindful. That's a big motivator for the things that I do in the community, trying to honor her sacrifice for me. But as I was writing one of the pieces, I was really struck by the fact that my mom really secured options for me. She secured for me the ability to to make choices, to have um, ideas of what I wanted to pursue and then an avenue actually to pursue it. She secured this freedom for me. It's very simple, but I take it for granted all the time. And my mom didn't have those kind of options because it was a sharecropping community. Granddaddy was really bound by what people told him to do. He was bound by the schedule for the crops and when things will grow. And so I, I'm not a farmer, but I kind of get enough that things grow in seasons. And so when it's time to harvest, it's time to harvest. And if that meant that mom couldn't go to school, guess what? She wasn't going to school that day because she was labor. So her hands were not going to be in textbooks. They were not going to be writing. They were going to be in the field pulling cotton. She didn't have that freedom. Granddaddy didn't have that freedom. And it wasn't until she escaped that and got to Queens that she had the ability to control her life and to decide what she was going to do day in and day out. To the point, her really deciding that she wanted to finish her high school education, that she wanted to pursue being a nurse, and she wanted to set up a life for this child um, that would be better than she'd ever experienced. I want to share with you one of the pieces that I wrote around this about my grandfather and my mom's and, and their experience. I've always been able to choose and that revelation was lost until I discovered the cost paid to secure which she didn't realize until her escape. He never gave her an option because his were unlawful and she resolved a legacy would die in her and be bored again with hope of dreams realized. Those dreams were realized in me. And so when I look around and see what I have and what I've been able to accomplish, that's because my mom taught me that you can choose. You can choose to love. You can choose to hate. You can choose to be better. Despite what people are saying to you, despite what they're doing to you, no matter how they view you, you can choose to view yourself differently. You have that power. You don't have to be bound by what they say. You can break out of that. They'll put you in boxes. They will tell you who you are. They will tell you what you can do. They will tell you what you can accomplish, but you can break out of that. You can choose to be greater than all those things. So powerful. And I take it for granted all the time. It's funny. I, one, of the, one of the things that my, I have my daughter say every morning when I take her to school 
is that I want her to be very mindful of her choices, right? That she has to be responsible and she has to take her responsibility seriously. And I realized that was, that was ingrained in me from a long time ago that I can, I can choose. Now, because I have this college degree, because I have this career, I have the kind of income that allows me to choose wherever I want to live. I'm in a neighborhood where there's some big differences where people have choice and people do not. I'm so grateful for friends and colleagues in this community that have rallied around the people over in Creighton Court who have been suffering through really horrible conditions, especially over this last week. And they've stepped in and, and, and advocated for them as they're struggling trying to just get heat and these basic needs met. So for many people in, in this neighborhood, in this East End, they, they can't choose. They can't choose to leave. So here's the thing. If, if I'm cold, right, I can light a fire in my fireplace. I can just turn the heat up and I can afford to pay the bill when it comes when I turn that heat up. Worst case, I could just leave. I can just get in my car. I can go somewhere else. But there are people who can't who can't make that choice. And so it's on us to take care to take care of those people, to advocate for them, to support them. Open up our homes, open up ourselves, open up our resources and give them to people that don't have the same access that we do. That's the that's the whole point, really, that we have so we can give away to others. And so for this new year, I'm grateful for this space to write and create, but also for this renewed sensibility to what I have and this responsibility, this this desire to to give to others and to let my power of choice be used for something that is really good. My hope for you is that you have had a wonderful start to the new year, but also that this this idea of being an advocate for equity will be deep inside of you and it will live out in how you live your own life. And you look at the opportunity to serve and to do and to give, to be a resource yourself, your time, your talent, your energy, deposit it, invest it, invest it in people, invest it in places that make our city better. Look for those opportunities. They are all around. Trust me. There are so many opportunities, so many nonprofits, so many causes, so many things to get involved in. You just, you just got to pick. <laughs> You're not going to have the problem of choosing. You're going to have the problem of limiting because there's so many options. So my hope for you just is you do something. That you do something, you get involved. If you, ha- if you are involved, thank you. Do, I hope you could do some more. And if you're not, that you would take that step. And if you're curious, reach out to me. I can give you some options. We can talk about it. If you're struggling trying to figure out the next step, let's let's talk about it. Let's dialogue and let's figure out what might be a good next step for you. And my hope for all of us is that we would have a deep sense of advocacy for equity within this city. And we would keep top of mind what it's like for people who have these challenges. They don't have access to the same resources. They don't have access to the same interventions that we do. And so my hope is that as a, as a community, we would rally and connect with each other and build each other up and protect each other, especially during difficult times like we've had this past week. So it was beautiful to see folks is really reaching out and taking care of each other. So I hope that we can do more of that. As always, thank you for listening to the 40 Lessons podcast. Send your comments, feedback, and all those things to Todd at ToddBWaldo.com. Please, everyone, take care of yourself. Let's make sure we take care of each other. Have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you all soon. Take care.